This episode of the Knicks Film School Podcast is brought to you by our new sponsor, Oakley. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye. Don't trust me? Try it for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglass brands in my life, and I can assure you that Oakley is not just the best looking, but the best quality out there. Head on over to oakley.com for more information today. There are 14 super chats, by the way. All right, right. let's let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Tom, Tommy Jones, my goodness gracious, we're starting off with a bang here. You, I, oh wait, hold on. I have to before I even read. I want to make sure. I think this is the same Tommy Jones that is really, really, really active in our uh, in Substack. our Substack chat. I think read the is. chat. He mentions that he's active. Oh, there we go. Yeah, uh, you guys do an amazing job. Special shout out to our Substack crew. Figured I'd pay off my fine for my comments today. This way, I don't even know what comment you're referring to. That's the worst part. Is he the one that said the Knicks have no interest in Paul George and it set John off on a 15 minute rant to start the live stream? No, 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 no. I, no. Uh, I, that was a, that was a larger, that was a larger conversation. Um, well, Tommy, whatever you said, I, apo- I forgive you for whatever you said on behalf of me and John. I don't know if I speak for John, but I think I just did. So you could always John. speak for me. Thank Ray- you, Tommy. We appreciate it. Ray Marcano, if the Knicks trade for Paul George, he would get a paper cut in his intro press conference and miss half the season. <laughs> and and by the way, by the way, I was thinking in the back of my mind as you were saying the, the Paul George thing is so much more interesting to you. And like Tom Thibodeau is the one who would raise Paul George's name in a meeting. What's perhaps Tom Thibodeau's favorite quality? Availability. Yeah. And Harden, I mean, we could go through like how many games he's played over the over the years. How many games he played this year? Four more than Paul George. And he played 58 games this year. Previous year, 65. The year before that, 44. The year before that, 68. So, yeah, not, not exactly great. So maybe maybe that's why... Maybe that's the reason he vetoes the trade. Uh, Lunas and Arat, playoff Harden and playoff Randall might kill me. They would kill all of us. <laughs> uh, the post games. But... We traded RJ Barrett for James. Hold on, can I can I say real quick? Uh-huh. If this is people's opinion, that's totally fine. Everyone out there who was like who had talked themselves into a Zach Levine trade, if you think that playoff Zach Levine would be any better than playoff James Harden, I'm sorry, no. James Harden's a be- he's a better better basketball player than Zach Levine. There's just zero question about that. There's there is no question about that. James Harden's a better. Yes, is no no three year old James today and next year, he's a better basketball player. What's Tom Thibodeau's favorite quality? Availability. And who played twenty more games than James Harden this year? Uh, I don't have much doubt that if given the choice between James Harden and Zach Levine for his team next year, I think Tom Thibodeau would choose James Harden. Fair enough. Which again may not be saying much. Um, first time was Robert Cross. <laughs> first time, long time, John. I threw up my lunch when I saw Harden being mentioned to the Knicks. Hashtag 53 wins. I think there's a lot of Knicks fans out there like Robert. And, and maybe one of them, but that's my own personal biases. Man. James Harden, though. It's a good, like, th- this if is what I Jaylen mean. Jalen Brunson wasn't already here, I'd entertain it. We have a point guard. Oh, see, I'm the opposite. To me, Jalen Brunson being here is the reason you entertain this. 
You have your leader. You have your guiding light. Then why aren't you going after Dame? Um, I think James Harden. That's a great question. Two things. I think James Harden at this point. First of all, the cost. That's the first by biggest, biggest, biggest thing. Uh, it's first of all. Second of all, I think at this point in his career, Dame very, very much still wants to be the guy, and I just never saw that partnership working for that reason. Um, James Harden already for the last two years basically acquiesced to not being the guy. He was definitely, I mean, he, James Harden this year took, <laughs> I can't even read this without laughing. James Harden took 14.5 shots per game this year. RJ Barrett took 17 shots a game this year. Like, I, what? Well, no. Did you listen to the, the Doc Rivers podcast with Simmons? I listened to, I never got through the, the end of it, but I listened to like the first half. Why? Took me a while too, but the, the notion that James Harden just like was never comfortable in the role that he was asked to play last year was brought up. And he's apparently, he hasn't directly, but those that have been closely associated to him have said something similar that he was asked to be more of a facilitator to be the point guard of the team. It's why he led the league in assists. And that's why when we saw him in the playoffs that in the game one where there was no one beat and he like single-handedly beat, the the Celtics, which I was just like, oh wow, a, a playoff Harden game. That's interesting. Um, and then he after the game was like, yeah, I still have this in me. Like I've been doing this whole time. I just haven't been like I haven't been asked to do it all year. And and it's why I wonder if for to leave said Sixers, it's to reassume the role of the guy that you're talking that Dame might still want to be. Well, to that end the fit with the Sixers would be cleaner. The Sixers, the Clippers would be cleaner. One, because those guys never play. So he's, he's going to be the man when they're sitting there in street Jeez. clothes. Oh boy. Um, and number two is the same reason why Paul George makes so much sense on the Knicks because Paul George is that guy. He totally does. I don't think he minds one bit being like, yeah, I'll stand behind the three point line and chuck up, you know, 13 catch and shoot threes tonight. It's fine. He doesn't. He's from Jalen Brunson though. Like he'll, he'll, Concede to Jalen Brunson. No, I'm saying Paul George would. Oh, Paul George. Yes. Yeah. Paul no, George I a better basketball fan. And if I could say one other thing briefly, and this harkens back to a point that Benji has made. I don't know if he's made it on on air or just privately um, about the wisdom of building around a traditional. And I think in a in this sense, Joel Embiid is extremely traditional post player, where it's like throw the ball in the post watch the dude go to work and then wait on the outskirts. I That's not, I don't think that's what would happen with, with James Harden here on this team in this offense. I think he'd be a lot more involved than that. And I could see a world where I can't believe we're actually talking about this as if it's going to happen. It's they're not going to trade for James Harden, but like I could see there being a world where he leads the team in scoring, you know, next year, um, even alongside Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle. I I don't want to have this conversation anymore. James Harden's not coming to the Knicks. I can't do it. Busy. If I thought I hated ISO Randall, I would really hate ISO James. That would be the most frustrating point for me, those possessions where it's dribble, 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 setback three. Um the thing with Julius is Julius has gotten so much better at that. He doesn't do that that much. I mean, again, I keep refer he I keep referencing the graphic from 
that NBA University put out in recent days about Julius, the volume of the double teams that he gets and the efficiency, how efficient he is off of those double teams, making the right pass and generating points for his teammates. And that's with a team that's not a good three-point shooting team. Um, I don't know. Can you, can you, can you, uh, can you get James Harden to stop being James Harden in that sense? I don't, I don't know. No. Next question. You really don't like James Harden. I don't want him on the Knicks now. If they didn't have a point guard, I'd be fine figuring out how to build an offense around him. It's amazing. The the reason it worked in Philly is because he was playing off of the MVP of the league. I need someone that's going to help Jalen Brunson and hide him more on the defensive end, which is why I'm in the Paul George camp. So you're telling me three of your players in crunch time on the defensive end are going to be James Harden, Jalen Brunson, and Julius Randle. I don't know. Depends. Well, John, those three are playing in crunch time. So Josh Hart is guarding everybody on the perimeter and Mitch is guarding everything that gets past them on the rim. Yeah, no, that'd be true. One pass to the weak side. Oh, we're fucked. Sorry. Dave. Well, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next question. Dom Cappuccini. Walk me through the Brunson Harden backcourt, please. I think we've done it a little bit already, but I'll, I'll do some more. I read Woj's initial tweet wrong. I thought engage a three team deal. The thoughts of PG 13 dancing in my head. Now my excitement is dissipated. No, it shouldn't dissipate. We've, we've talked about this, so I don't think I need to go over it again. Um, I. Let me, okay, I got one for you. Go back and watch James Harden or James Harden. Go back and watch uh, Jalen Brunson play next to Luka Doncic. Mm. It would look very, very, very similar. It could look very so. Like, uh, let me take a step back. Jalen Brunson knows how to play with a guy like James Harden and do it such that he amplifies that player's game and that that player really likes playing with Jalen Brunson. I also think it factors in here that Jalen Brunson seems to be one of the most team first selfless guys, star level guys in the entire league. Like if he thought it was better for the team for him to average 10 assists a game and score 15 points, he would do it in a heartbeat. I don't know that they will think, or he will think that that is actually the case, but I think he'd do it. I, I really think he'd go out of his way to try to make it work on offense. The defensive end is like, I mean, is Harden going to care? That's the that's the, the, the bitch of it, because when he cares on defense, he's not a bad defender. Same, you know, so, you know what else we said about Julius Randle? Julius Randle. So now we're we're stuck with not one, but, but two, two defenders. Wait a minute. wonder whether or not they care. Are they going to care tonight? Please let them care. Tonight. Please. There. It's shout out Sean with a W. I am tired of having a player on my team where I can't depend game to game, whether he woke up on the right side yeah. of the bed. And that's the the expectation I have. Is yeah. if he woke up on the right side of the bed tonight, then we'll have a good game. Yeah. The I will say the the Luca Brunson comp is good. I think Jalen Brunson came to the Knicks so he doesn't have to play off a guy like that anymore. He also wanted to come home and like who knows what other reasons why he might have left Luca, but Luca's also, and I hope this isn't a hot take, better than James Harden at this point <laughs> in his career. A hard thing. So. Uh, Robert Cross, it's your boy John. I want to be real clear: James Harden on the Knicks equals TV out the window. Hashtag fifty three wins. I kind of want this to happen so Robert has to get a new TV. Film it. <clears throat> I need you to film it, Robert. I'm, yeah, at yeah. this point, as many TVs have gone out of Robert's window, I, I think you've been evicted twice and bought several TVs. So. 
Um, Juanan, Thibodeau quits on the spot if the Knicks gets hard. And I, I think he's being facetious, but I, I, I yes, uh, he is. Yeah. Nurse likes RJ, our name leaked from Philly. Um, there's not many suitors. They're driving interest. Maybe that, look, I'm not going to say that, that, um, <clears throat> this isn't about driving interest to some extent. The tweet came from Woj again, which is, you know, Woj serves many masters. Um, in the front offices, yes, around the league. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, and the Knicks know, know how to play ball there. So, Juanan, my only comment on this is I agree that most of the time the Knicks are being used for like interest, engaging interest, and maybe creating a bidding war. I'm not shocked that the Knicks are considering and, getting involved in this. And just the, the one thing I have to push back on, we all know Thibodeau, like the, the caricature of Tom Thibodeau. Mm-hmm. Go. First of all, he has come out and said on the record at times, like we need like, st- like his, 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 his thought that you need stars to win in the NBA. That's documented. I, don't have it at my fingertips, but it's out there. I know, and so do you, Andrew, that Thibodeau has said privately, uh, what do we need to make the Knicks better? We need another star alongside Jalen Brunson. Better players, yes. Yes, we need we need shooting and we need another star. Um, go back and listen to any press conference in which he gets asked about like a, a true, like a, a star player. Now, People out there may not think James Harden is that level of star. And again, I would encourage those people to just like go back and watch game one against the the Celtics. He still has that part of his game. Or how about this? Go back and watch what he did against the Knicks on Christmas Day, where the Knicks played their asses off for three quarters. And then James Harden was just like, oh, that's cute. I'm, I'm just going to wipe the floor with you now. Yeah, that that drop coverage is adorable. You know, like that's that's basically what James Harden did. Him and Embiid in that fourth quarter were, yeah, were, were special. Yeah, he 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 could still do that. Like it's nothing. So, but anyway, go back and listen to any Tom Thibodeau press conference in which he talks about that level of of star offensive player. He is like, uh, I I mean, you could he's, he's beaming when he talks about these guys, um, and he knows he has one in J- in in Jalen Brunson. But like again, you want to talk about a guy who's not just going to thumb his nose at, at the notion of getting another such player. Anyway, thumb his nose? No, I do not think Tom Thibodeau is saying get me James Harden in in any way, shape, or form. Is his shirt on? Is he I, on the table? I think his TV's out the window too. Is is my guess there? <laughs> Busy. We've come a long way from earlier last year when Macri was bashing this front office. When Tibbs looks like he was getting fired. LOL. I'm proud. Was I bashing the front office for Tim uh-huh. potentially getting fired? Can I take people behind the scenes? Just how much I love this man, John Macri. What? There is a, a level of like, you say it, and then the moment you log off, can, not that you forget what you say, but it's like, that was a good show. It felt good. And because that happens, we do a hundred like live screen, live streams a year. So I, I, th- I, I remember that live stream. You were not at your house and you had your, the mic oh hand. yeah that was the dallas game yes and that was like yeah and it was, I, I remember get fired tomorrow and it's everybody's fault except the front except the head coach and i that said is, that is i said then it's time mm-hmm. i wrote a whole newsletter 
the next day in which I was like, when it's time, it's time. And it's time to fire Tom Thibodeau. I'm like, I can't run from it anymore. He's done a bad job. The Knicks were 25th ranked team in net rating or 24th ranked team in net rating. He had done a poor job. My blame was for the front office because they had assembled a team that looked like it just was a complete mess. And then so there was a lot of blame to go around. Coaching change to the rotation, which reports are out there, did not come from the head coach, was made the next day. The front office suddenly assembled a good enough team to go on an eight game winning streak. Yeah, and who was the coach of that team? I why the counterpoint is always like, well, who was the coach of that team? I, I think it's there's a chicken and an egg thing going on here. I in the words of Kelly from Insecure, I also appreciate your growth, John. There you go. Uh Robert Cross with another one. It's your boy John. James Harden is more prolific in champagne rooms than he is on the court in the NBA playoffs. Hashtag 53 wins. What is the New York strip club scene. I don't know. You know, you're I asking don't know. The, you're asking the wrong guy. Oh, a married guy and a son of Pastor Claudio. There Who will soon be that married? Guy? I was never a strip club guy. <clears throat> don't they have to tell you? Me neither. So. <laughs> you did not have to tell me that. Well, Oliver, John, hope you've been well, my friend. Excited to see what the summer holds. Nice that we're finally in a good place where we control our destiny. Um, yes, 100%. And the Knicks aren't going to jeopardize their long term destiny in this whatever they're getting involved in right now. Uh, Brian Valderrama, the Knicks get PG, the Clips get Harden. What do the Sixers get? Well, you know, in, in that scenario, my, my guess would be the Sixers get RJ Barrett. Um, they, I'm trying to think of the South. So it depends, like, is Tobias Harris going to LA in this trade? Um, if he is, then the Sixers could take back a whole lot of money. Uh, they could take back RJ, Norm Powell, and Marcus Morris. I think that would work. Um, <clears throat> the Knicks would also, I think, need to... The Knicks would need to send out... Yeah, the Knicks would definitely need to send out more money because RJ's making 24 point something next year. Harden makes 35. Um, so maybe there's, a, maybe there's an Evan Fournier... San Antonio cap dump situation mm. there going on as well. Um, but I let me put it this way: I don't think uh, I don't think the the money is what would hold up the trade from work. And I think it's just agreeing on how would, that would like think about that return for a second for Philly. Let's just say, for argument's sake, they end up with let's say it's Barrett, Powell, and Marcus Morris. Who started sixty something games mm-hmm. for the Clippers last year, much to the chagrin of chagrin of, of Clippers fans, as I understand it. It's depth. It, I mean, it depends what you're looking for if you're Philly. Like my my thought with Philly is if that's the package they're getting back, they're not done. You know, maybe they look to parlay that into something else and whatever draft draft capital you get left or potentially get out of this trade. But I the the reports that are coming in as we're doing this are that they're trying to do this sooner rather than later. Yeah, hints at an urgency that they'd like to move on to the next move, so that we still they still have a contender I mean, in place. Or maybe they like are that high on Tyrese Maxey. I don't know. There are some unknowns from the Philly side of this that I'm curious about. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know? No, hundred percent. I mean, it's unknowns everywhere you look. Thanks, Brian. Uh, JBRI Harden reportedly wants a contract in the $40 million a year range. This is correct. When he becomes a free agent next summer, sure. Have the meeting, but there's no planet where you play p- trade RJ for the right to pay a 35 year old James Harden. And this I think is 
easily, 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 easily the biggest argument against training for James Harden because it's the what do you do next summer? Because if you're if that's a real thing and if Harden what there's there's another there's the next super chat actually asks that question. Okay, so, let's well let's get to it. Let's get to it. It's from Busy. Busy since Dirty Dance is too cheap to send super chats and and doesn't and you don't go into Discord. I'll send this very interesting take on Harden. Training for Harden clears enough cap space to sign OG next year outright. What say you, Macri? The it. So do you do James Harden for a year? Yeah, if it means no, I, but OG like the, come, comes here in free agency next summer. The notion. So a couple things. Mm. Um, hold on. Can you? filibuster for 10 seconds i'm filibustering thank you everybody over almost 900 people watching live to this impromptu uh live stream and stay tuned afterwards on a different link but to the kfs youtube channel for the casuals live bring that same energy please um there is a 140 million dollar cap uh salary cap next season um, that is, and actually, no, that estimate I think has already gone up. And if it hasn't already gone up, it probably will go up. We're supposed to get at some point in the next day or so, um, estimates for the cap in 24, 25, um, between Jalen Brunson, uh, Julius Randall, that freaking likely bonus situation. So I'm actually going to put him in a little higher, uh, Mitchell Robinson, uh, do, do, do. Josh Hart is going to get bumped up to 18 next year. Uh, assuming, I'm, I, I'm, should I still assume they get DiVincenzo? What do you think? I guess, I guess so. If, sure. If, Let's assume they get yeah. DiVincenzo. Um, if we, if we just account, just account. Oh, and Quentin Grimes. I can't forget Quentin Grimes because he ain't going anywhere. Um, if we just account for. Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, Mitchell Robinson, Josh Hart, Dante DiVincenzo, and Quentin Grimes. So there's no quickly extension here. That's by my quick math, a hundred and little under $105 million for let's say the cap comes in next year at let's let's be really optimistic and say the cap comes in at 145. So you're 40 million under the cap, but obviously I didn't account for uh, any minimum salary slots or cap holes or rookie salary slots or any such thing. So you know, and that's like letting Hardenstein just walk. You know, that's there's all kinds of. I would be. It seems to me, at least, highly unlikely that they would be able to get in the cap space game a year from now. Um, more likely to me would be that it's just a sign and trade, and then then they sign and trade Harden. Somewhere else, but it's like so a three-team sign and trade. I don't. Yeah, it's Nick, that's Harden elsewhere. That's in, incredibly messy and difficult to to pull. I mean, all these things are just so hard to pull off. I mean, in the new CBA world, maybe that's that's the way teams do it. You know, but like the other report, the other report. Yeah, Woj just said the Clippers are the most prominent team in trade talks for James Harden. That's Woj just just a little while ago. Um, as well as Fred Chats, Fred Katz, who's in the chat right now. He has. Oh, uh, is he? He says, I think it's going to be the Clippers with Harden. Tell Macri, which I have okay. now asked 
Fred, is this you saying a two team deal or a three team deal where the Knicks get involved? Clippers are not interested in trading any of their good young players for Harden. Okay, so the Clippers aren't trading Terrence. Paul Mann. George, it's, yeah. It's, <laughs> so it's for, it's Paul George for James Harden. Philly wants real value in return for Harden. Um, Maury could be willing to wait longer for the right price. Okay. Um, but here's the thing with Harden. It's like so. Let's say the Sixers trade or the Clippers trade for him. Like, what's his leverage? Is his leverage Houston again? Well. No, because they're about to spend on Fred Van Vliet mm. and Dylan Brooks and maybe Kyle Kuzma and like all this other stuff. Like they're they're taking themselves out of the cap space game for next year as well. Um, so I don't, I don't know. Is James Harden the guy you want to get into a contentious negotiation? This is the reason you don't trade for James Harden. Bingo. You know, mm. you do it. You do it if you're like, okay, he walks. For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenbloom.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. And now, a quick break to tell you about our new sponsor, Bird Dogs. Do you want a pair of shorts that aren't just comfortable, but make you look good? Well, Bird Dogs has just what you need. Their stretch khakis are designed to fit slimmer, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. That's because they aren't like regular shorts, which are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Instead, they invented a cloud-knit fabric that looks just like khakis, but stretches. Now, you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird Dogs also use anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all summer long. So I'll ask again, want to look good while being comfortable? Don't hesitate. Head to birddogs.com to check out their full catalog of shorts, pants, and so much more. You can also use the promo code POOL to receive a free Yeti-style tumbler with your first order. Again, that's birddogs.com. That's bird. B-I-R-D dogs, D-O-G-S dot com and promo code pool, P-O-O-L to receive a free Yeti style tumbler with your first order. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. What's up, Knicks fans? Express your style and build a look that's made just for you. Oakley's changing the game, and it's time to discover a whole new world of possibilities. Do you run, golf, train, or just want to look like your favorite athlete? Then you need to get yourself a pair of Oakley's today. Suited for everyday eyewear with frames and lenses allowing for an extension of self and an expression of your personality, with Oakley, there's more than meets the eye. Here at Knicks Film School, our motto is look good, play good, and that's why Oakley is the perfect partner for us. Not a one of us leaves the house in the morning without our Oakleys. And listen up, because it's officially almost summer, which means you need to upgrade your sunglass game now. Check out Oakley.com to get yourself a pair today. Also, did you know that Oakley even offers prism lens technology? Now, I know what you're thinking. GMAC, what the hell is that? 
Well, it's a technology solely used by Oakley and available for everyday settings as well. Want to know more? Head on over to oakley.com and check it out for yourself. And while you're there, get yourself a pair of everyday glasses. That'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye. Don't trust me? Try it for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglass brands in my life, and I can assure you that Oakley is not only the best looking, but the best quality out there. Head on over to oakley.com for more information today. Okay, you want to read this one? From Hiram Claudio, also known as Pastor Claudio and his Obihive, uh, KFS rules with multiple ex- exclamation points. Uh, in Jesus' name, KFS rules. Thank you, Dad. Much appreciated. Uh, not to be outdone, John. Oh, um, hold on. I'll just say real quick shout out to Matt. He's our aggregator in the Substack chat. Uh, Woj apparently said that it would be tough for Maury to uh, trade. Harden within the division. So it sounds like Woj is doing a whole lot of backtracking on the the Knicks. Um, James Pascal, thank you so much for the incredibly, incredibly, incredibly generous super chat. Uh, The Clips get Harden. Okay. Tobias and Tobias. Okay. With you. The Knicks get Paul George. Okay. And the Sixers get RJ IQ picks. Um, So the money. There needs to be more stuff going from the Clippers to the Sixers in this scenario. So you're adding in, yeah, okay, guys like Fournier Powell. Okay, yeah, Covington for salary filler wherever it's needed. Definitely don't want to trade IQ, but could free up rotation spots, like you said. The Knicks might want to do. I think this for me. I think this for me is the pivot point. If the Knicks could get Paul George for R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel quickly. And none of their own picks. Do they do it? So it's protected picks. Let's say they throw in, they have to throw yeah. in a protected pick or something. Let's say maybe they throw in the better of their pick or the Dallas pick next year. You know, lottery protected or top 10 protected or something. I mean, you know how I feel, but I understand from a Knicks perspective why you consider doing it. Like the value I get it is there. And then you signed even Genzo to take quickly spot in the rotation. So you're basically replacing R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel Quickly in the rotation with Paul George and Dante DiVincenzo. I mean, when if the team is healthy, you're a better team. There's, there's no question about that. That if is gigantic, but it, it's continues. And, it needs to. Be, the caveat needs to be said. Basketball wise, that is a perfect fit. It's it couldn't be a more perfect fit. I mean, you want to talk about building a perfect team around Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle? You're not going to. F- find a better team the but by the by well everybody making the point <laughs> i love your faces sometimes <laughs> everybody making the point about what do you do with james harden next summer when he goes to you is like okay you know fuck you pay me guess mm-hmm. you also have to say the same thing about it's paul george same age same injury track record same agency that's the only reason why I'm more confident in this case. Same agency. There's a two hour podcast with him talking to Julius Randle about how much he loves Tom Thibodeau. Like I'm more inclined to, to believe the CAA influence exists in a Paul George thing, which is another reason why I'm fascinated by the idea. Yeah. I don't have that with the guy in James Harden, who is now going to be requesting his third trade request. I know. I know. In the last five years. I know. <laughs> 
Uh, next up, freaking wild. Uh, Mark Sable, what's going on, Mark? No question. I give up trying to predict what this team is doing. Seriously, just want to thank you guys for stellar offseason coverage. Both of you check your DMs for a more personal thanks. Thank you, Mark. And I apologize to you and anybody else watching this who has sent me a DM in literally, I think, that the last month. I have a backlog that like I needed to unplug after the heat series ended and I have not gotten to yet. I will get to it. And thank you, Mark. I've read what you said. I've been meaning to reply. I got a big thing coming up soon that has also sent me on backlog. So I'll just say it publicly. Thank you for those kind words. They're greatly appreciated on behalf of me and my family. Um, so we got back to back from JBRI and then we got four more. And by the way, Wendy says the Clippers are not trying to form are are trying to form a big three per Wendy. Now looking for a new big two. So before we get out of here, let's spitball. If the, if we think the Knicks can get in on this as a third team without getting Paul George, JBRI, Daryl Morey doesn't want to pay James Harden. That should tell us everything we need to know. Yeah. Smart comment. Um, we are all GMAC right now. This is also from JBRI. Shocked that usually Measure John waited all these years to jump out the window for James Harden. I My takes at this point, I think, could squarely fall under. If everybody else is zigging, I'm going to see if there's a reason to zag. I will always, always, always explore the contrarian opinion. You do. You do. I'm laughing at Fred in the chat because he's mad that you just gave Wendy credit. But Fred literally just told the chat that. So. That specific thing that he thinks Paul George to the Clippers, it would, it would see it being a two-team trade. Okay. Yeah. So per Fred Katz, not Brian Windhorst. Per Fred Katz. In the show. Sure we do that. Yes. And I respect, and listen, this is where you got to love John Macri for exploring the contrarian opinion. Always. It's, it's what you come here for. Because it'd be We've, boring if it was just the same opinion that everybody has. No, you, you got to talk it out. You got to... You got to think it through, you know? Um, that's how I view it, at least. <laughs> I got important clarification. Not journalist Fred Katz, but YouTube commenter Fred Katz. Oh, yes. Yes. Very important clarification. Jessica Harden, big time. No. PG-13. Yes, please. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, oh, Alex, do you know the roster Harden fits well into Brooklyn? <laughs> It was, you know what? He's not wrong. No, nah, it was perfect for those 17 games or 19 games. Or whatever I was talking about now. Was oh, saying, now? Oh, God. Yeah. You know what? They could probably use a point guard. They could run the show and distribute everywhere. It's actually not. That's not crazy. I didn't say it at all. It's actually great. I, I'm just thinking off the top of my head. I wonder if like, yeah, they want to form a big three. Does Tobias Harris count as one part of a big three? Yeah. <laughs> That's sorry, another dude, though. Sorry, what did he Barrett do? Count as a big three. <laughs> no, uh, he, sorry. Uh, he, but Tobias Harris plays games. Yes, that is true. So does RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett also plays games. So yeah, availability, best ability. Uh, thank you, Alex. Uh, Haitian Ferg wouldn't be crazy if we ended up with Harris and Man out of this deal. I don't think. I think the Clippers are just they're keeping Man. It seems like they're they want they're not any have any interest in. in putting him in any deal. Who are they um, giving up then? The Harris part of it is... I, ju- I mean, I don't see him playing small forward. So it's like, are they sending... Like, I don't see any world where they're sending out Julius, bringing back Tobias Harris. Like, what's the benefit they get out of that? I don't see it. If James Harden goes to the Clippers for like the Bradley Beal package, but there's first in it, 
I'm gonna be so confused because then I have Why? no idea. Because then I have no idea what the value of like a star is anymore. Bradley Beal got traded for seconds and swaps. I understand he had a new trade clause, so that's the leverage is different. The it, that's the big. So I, I I recognize how big that is. John Collins got traded for Rudy Gay. Like, well, I don't know what gets traded for what anymore. You know? And that's why that's why I said on the live stream the other day, I'm fascinated to see the return that it may seem obscure, but that DeAndre Hunter gets. Because like, you know, the packet, the, the, the Collins package, the proposed Aiden deal with from Dallas, like these are... Like I could, I could understand that for a guy who's strictly a floor, a four, and doesn't defend. I could understand. And I had a terrible year from deep last season. I understand that for a guy who's paid on a max salary and is not a big time difference making center. I get those things. What is a, what is a team who's trying to unload money get for a wing that's like a legit two way wing? Maybe not a great one, even though he gets paid like a pretty good one. Like that's going to be more interesting to me. The Beal thing exists in its own world because of the no trade clause. Hard, Harden's going to fetch something. He's James Harden. He's still good. That's why that's why I'm not ashamed of myself for one second. Because I'm sitting here and pissing everybody off for you know talking about the possibility. And meanwhile, you know who'd love to have James Harden? The Clippers. They also have Kawhi Leonard and are trying to pair him with Paul George. Like they're trying to build a big three to compete with Phoenix and potentially Denver. The Knicks have a different unless. You think the Knicks are like, oh, we already have Julius Randle well, and James and uh, Jalen Brunson. And Let's go get James Harden. Oh, oh, by the way, oh, by the way, all, everybody who thinks the thinks about the insanity of wanting James Harden and this and that, I'm not sure I want to hear any of those folks have a take after James Harden gets traded to the Clippers, which I'm assuming at this point is what's going to happen. I don't. I don't know if I want to hear takes about like, oh, great, that means Embiid is going to ask out because now he doesn't have James Harden next to him anymore. Because James Harden's so terrible and and doesn't make any sense, and you don't want to extend him, and there's no future with James Harden. Well, why should Embiid care all that much that James Harden's not going to be on his team anymore? Because no one, no Knicks fan, I, at least the one I'm referring to, is not saying that he's like all bad. We don't need him. We don't want him. Or I guess I am saying we don't want him, but it's like yes, we don't you are. Right. We don't need him. We have a point guard. The basketball fit makes more sense I, without him. Just, That's what Knicks fans are saying. He actually fits Harden perfectly as a point guard. Like we saw it with Russ. And you actually get a better fit because a better, more efficient offensive I, player. I, I must I must be nuts. I think James Harden and, and Jalen Brunson will be able to figure it out. Figure it out, yes. I need you to think about the defensive side of the ball when you're saying that. And I get it. The the Nuggets didn't, and the yeah. Knicks still wouldn't have Nikola Jokic. No, I, I know. Like, th- your crunch time lineup has two guys that you just said, we need I know. to wonder if they're going to play defense, and then Jalen mm-hmm. Brunson, who is physically limita- limited yes. when it comes to playing defense. Yeah. All right. Three That's more. very fair. Uh, John Mark. Jonathan, what are the real possibilities for the Knicks? Paul George, Harris, OG, who are we giving away? Um We've talked for over an hour. I would still say that OG Ananobi is the guy that I would bet on the Knicks getting when all this is said and done. But who knows? I agree. Uh, Fred Katz, which one of you two made up Robert Cross? Well, I, you've seen me here. I can't be me. You think I have the ability to type and talk at the same time? Good point. Uh, geez, Fred with another one. Um, 
I think Jeremy made up Robert Cross during that's more likely. I think that's actually the origins. Yeah. Fred Katz, uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jonathan Macri. Scotch, scotch, scotch. Oh God, I haven't had a scotch in a while. I have a. uh, Actually, you know what? I may open that bottle because I had. I got some news while we were doing this that. uh, I'll tell you off air. Mm, Tell me off air, but I think I know it. Last one. Jeez, Fred, come on, man. What are you doing? You 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 give enough already. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Fred. Uh, This will be our first great cap gymnastics moment of the new CBA. The Clippers are above the second apron. So they can't aggregate salaries, which means they'll have to make separate deals to dump good players if, if, if they don't trade Paul George. Um, so what I think Fred means by that, and thank you for bringing some actual cap analysis to this very amorphous conversation about will they, won't they, can they, can't they. Um, so that means there's only one deal. I see what you're saying. Man, I really kind of want to get Fred up here because, okay, so Harden comes to the Sixers or comes to the Clippers. Who's there? Do we have a second? I want to pull up the Clippers salary. Yeah, go ahead. We have one more super chat and some Fred Katz. He says, did I really just pay $20 because I was too lazy to shave off 20, off like 25 characters? Thank you, Fred. Um. So see, but now I'm wondering how that works because if the Clippers can't aggregate salary because they're above the second apron, they don't have enough. No player is making enough money by himself to be able to bring back James Harden. I must be missing something here. Um, oh, I see what he's saying. Make separate deals to dump good players if they they have to get. Oh, I know. Okay, I get it. <sighs> They have to get under the apron, and so then they're able to aggregate salaries because only when they're under the second apron can they aggregate salaries. And in order to aggregate salaries, they will have to dump players somewhere to teams that have cap space. So perhaps the Clippers are making calls to who are the teams, the six teams that have cap space now, the San Antonio's, I mean, San Antonio, I would guess would be my first call. How man, you want to talk about funny Houston, you thought you were getting James Harden. Uh, well, no, but how would you like a lightly used Nicholas Batum or Robert? Didn't Robert Covington already play in Houston? Yes, he did. With yes, he did. When he was a center. That's right. All right. Our, last question, our last question is going to come from someone you know well. Uh, I think, believe his name is Jeremy Cohen. Uh, question for you, John. If the Clippers are looking to assemble their big three and the hodgepodge of salary like Co- Covington and Batum is going to Philly, what are your thoughts on the Knicks acquiring Tobias Harris for RJ and Fournier? I'll let you decide the pick compensation. Jeremy wants chose violence. Jeez. No. No. I mean, Tobias Harris is a better player than RJ Barrett right now. <clears throat> also helped. different things, but I think I actually think Tobias Harris would fit what the Knicks would need out of that type That's of role. Like, you know what the best part about the cookie, the cookie crumble speech was? Tobias Harris is dead freaking right. Mm-hmm. Like Tobias Harris is good. I know it may seem uncouth for Tobias Harris to be telling you that Tobias Harris is good, but Tobias Harris is damn good. Mm-hmm. He does guard the other team's best player oftentimes. Um, I think the challenge with Tobias Harris is 
I still think of him at this point as pretty strictly a not strictly a four, but like if I have Tobias Harris on my team, I want him playing the four. I'm just looking up his three point percentages from the last few years. So humor me while I do this. Dude shot 39% from three last season. Not on huge volume. He took four and a half attempts a game. Season before that, 37%. Season before that, 39%. Like these are very, very legitimate numbers to say nothing of the fact that Tobias Harris just had the best two point shooting season of his career <laughs> for a effective field goal percentage of 57.5. Um, yeah, man, Tobias is good. He'd compliment Brunson and and Randall as a shooter a, a lot better. And then in those specific lineups where Josh Hart closes, you could go either Grimes, either quickly, either Harris. Like he doesn't I mean, have to play in crunch time. I'm just thinking out I don't loud. Hate it now that I'm now that I'm thinking it out loud. Go ahead, John. Yeah, no, it so Quentin Grimes last year. <laughs> Oh my God. What they threw on Quentin Grimes' plate is just, it's actually like funny when you think back about it. Yeah. Didn't matter who the other team's best offensive player was, unless it was, it, other than if it was a center, mm-hmm. they were putting Quentin Grimes on. You, there's so many elements to it, too. I'm sorry you're hurt. You're going to come off the bench. Oh, you're going to play this random six minutes, but still off the bench. Oh, now you're starting and you're playing 40 minutes and guarding the other team's best player. Oh, now Josh Hart is here and you're going to be playing maybe 25 minutes a game. And then in the playoffs, He's, we're going to decide whether to start you or... Yeah, but he still, he still guarded the other team's best player through the end of the regular season. He always guarded the other not team's best crunch player. Time. Not in crunch time. Okay, maybe not in crunch time. It's fair. Yeah. Uh, started on the other team's best player. Had some issues at times, but like again, for a second-year player who didn't cross the 82-game threshold until uh, January, February, something. I don't know when it was. Um, like the And it was whether it was a one, a two, a three, occasionally a four, you know? Um, like it was Quentin Grimes. So if they know that they could still stick Quentin Grimes on every um, one or two, there aren't a ton of teams that have two st- like other than I mean it's Cleveland. Who else has stars at the one and the two? Do you still consider Clay Thompson a star? That is a different sort of star. Okay. So no, okay. So like you you're still going to be able to stick Grimes on the best one or the two. So then really you just have to worry about Harris guarding the opposing, like whoever the best three, four is on the other team. And I'm trying to think of like the wings out there that like Tobias Harris, like it would be really overmatched by because of their like speed or shiftiness or anything like that. And I actually, geez, man, now I'm talking myself into it. I I'm the, the shooting stands out. The, the, Ability to be impactful without a lot of usage stands out. I think, I think the Knicks could do better than Tobias Harris as far as an RJ trade is concerned. But I'm not like beggars can't be choosers. I also, that's the other thing though. I don't think the Knicks are beggars. Like I, I want to emphasize that if you want to hold out for OG Ananobi, which I think would be my number one target this off season, please do. But <laughs> to answer Jeremy's question, I would <clears throat> learn to like it and like. The pre the two seasons before this one, uh, Tobias averaged three and a half assists um, with a in each of the previous two seasons before this one. This season with Maxi getting a much bigger um, cut of the usage, it went down to two point five, which is totally understandable because, as Tobias said himself, he was stuck in the corner. But like three point five assists, one point seven turnovers two seasons ago. Last season, three point five assists, one point six turnovers. That's a good ratio. 
um, you know, for a guy averaging like 20 points a game. Whew. Well done, Jeremy. We, we appreciate the and, thought exercise. Excellent job, Jeremy. And by the way, like, this is not a new concept, Tobias Harris. Like, and we, we, we heard it was before the trade deadline last season. I'm not, not this previous season, the season before that. Ian, it was after the fact. Didn't Ian have the report that like the Knicks touched base with the Sixers on Tobias Harris? I think so. I'm, I know I'm not making I'm that mis- up. I'm misremembering it more than anything else, but yeah, no, that that's so like, you know, he's obviously he's a New York guy. That's a big lineup. Long Island guy too. You, I, well, I'll end with I, the, a story that I've only told on Patreon. <laughs> I've shared a court with Tobias Harris before I was working at a, a church, a youth group um, when I was like 19 and he was a freshman in high school and I was like running the court cause I was playing against other high school kids and then someone brought their friend named Tobias down to the court. And that was the day if I didn't know earlier, I was confirmed that I will never share the court with someone of his talent because someone else knew the ran the court. So six, eight is six, eight, by the way, that was a tall human being. And, and, and Oh, by the way, you know, what other problem getting Tobias Harris would solve your backup four. That you know, that's the other element I was gonna mention. That because that's when the Jeremy benefit of OG too. Jer- when Jeremy initially suggested it, then I was like, "Oh, so he takes Obi's spot?" But it was like, "No, he'd be taking RJ's spot." So, well, wait, <laughs> takes both. Then you <laughs> then you signed Divincenzo, and Divincenzo takes RJ's spot as the backup that plays with the man. I so then you're my so brain. then you're doing, and I think for the money to work out um man it gets complicated because of because of all of the things but like cuz RJ doesn't make enough to to be traded straight up for Tobias Harris Tobias Harris makes uh I want to say 37 see how close I came 39 excuse 39. me bad job by me um so yeah 39 so it's it's RJ and and Fournier that's the money um how many years is expiring contract might be able to work out a nice extension with him. I think they have a good relationship with his agent, with the dad. We, we talked through it. I, I we we honored the question. I wonder if they'd even do it, but I okay. We gotta go. The, the, I don't the casuals. We have to run the casuals. We'll we'll take okay. Here. Um. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, stay right here on the Knicks Film School YouTube channel for a live show with the casuals. Peace. There you go. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>